Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. My name is Ryan McAniff. I am joined with Janet, and we are here to give you information and education on senior care topics. By the way, I got that one right last podcast, did not get it right. <laughs> so, Janet, you picked this one out. We're talking about a five-minute neck scan that can help... Spot dementia 10 years earlier. I don't know if I want to know that, though. Well, you know, it's a combination of things. I don't know that I want to know that either. Yeah, I'm right? kind of right there with you. And, you know, I think I right now I'm putting this in the same category with on Monday, coffee's good for you. By Friday, coffee's bad for you. Are eggs good for you? Are they bad for you? They give you a heart attack. They don't. Yeah. You just never know. And sorry, the minute you unplug my coffee pot, I'm, I'm dead meat. <laughs> but um, this all, you know, you, you've kind of gotten me through these podcasts looking for little snippets of articles here and there and saying, what's behind that? Or as someone said to me, who's behind that? Who's sponsoring it all? And what was, to me, more interesting than just the, the, um, the, headline on it was you know i'm i'm big for the whys on a lot of things Mm -hmm. and it was talking about you know well what it was explaining what dementia was and why they thought this five minute neck scan would make a difference and what was um i thought helpful the way they explained it was you know everybody talks about alzheimer's but there's also things such as vascular uh dementia and people hear that all the time and they don't know what it is and basically what vascular dementia is is when your when your heart beats if you have irregular beats and it's it's pulsing hard it's putting more work on your vessels and the vessels going to your brain and when your vessels get weaker they can't cushion that push by the heart and that over time can um can cause damage and it can um it can screw up your your blood pressure and it can end up resulting in a dementia. Yep. So I guess the, the idea behind this article is that if they could do a neck scan of your arteries in your neck, they could see what that pressure is and whether maybe you could be prone to dementia. So but, this is more for vascular dementia than, than, than an Alzheimer's or whatever. Correct. And yet, you know, I call me negative Nelly or whatever. My first reaction when I saw it was, there goes the cost of health care because everybody that wants to know is going to want the test. And I'm willing to bet that the number of doctors that are even aware of this or how they would do the test or how it gets documented in a code to get paid for by insurance is is a whole nother process. Absolutely. You know, so I think there are going to be people knocking down their doctor's door to say, uh, you know, I want this test. I want to know if I have vascular dementia. And, um, you know, it, some people want to know these things, and, and maybe it does affect your plans in the future or whatever else. But I'm kind of more in the camp of how accurate is this test? What are the standards? What are the results? And do you just know a piece of questionably bad news? Could they make a mistake in the test? And now you think life is over as we know it, and somebody didn't know how to do the test. Yeah. So I think it was, you know, one of those things that, wow, information. Wow, what do we do with it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I do think that if uh, 
if I don't know, maybe I, I think if everybody knew when they were going to die, then I think the world would be a better place because I would assume human nature would say, I'm going to make the best of the time I have. You know, there was, there would obviously be a, the, 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 the stages of, of denial. And then finally there would be that acceptance way before. Like if you said, Hey, you're going to, you're going to have vascular dementia. I'd be like, all right, well, that changes my plans. I don't need to maybe save as much money or I do need to save more money or however you're going to do things, but I'm going to go on that trip to Australia I've always wanted to go on or I'm going to go see the Great Wall of China or I'm going to go on a, wor- a world trip to see the seven uh, wonders of the world yeah. or whatever it might end up being. And you would you would think that people would be a little bit nicer to each other because you know what? I, I got five years left on this earth or I got 20 years left on this earth and I'm going to, I'm going to go out smiling. I'm a lot more than frowning. And then there's me that says you go and have this test and they say, up, oh, you're, you, you, you've got it. You, you better get your affairs in order and you go to the Great Wall of China and see six of the seven wonders and you've spent everything you own. You're in debt. And then you get a letter in the mail saying, I'm sorry, that was a false positive I guess test. That could happen. <laughs> At least you had good pictures, hopefully. Hopefully. Was, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they can't, the, the bankruptcy, uh, Courts won't steal your pic. They won't take your pictures. They're not worth anything. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, you at least have those. But that is a good point. There will probably be a lot of people that just spend it all and say, hey, somebody else will have to take care of me. And, you know, Medicare will, Medicaid will kick in or whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, there there is actually a, um, I was just logging into my computer because there's a website. I'm going to go to it real quick. But it's called, um, I know Ancestry does it as well. But there's called, it's something called 23andMe. Have you heard oh, of this? Oh, I've heard of that. So 23andMe is all about DNA genetic testing and analysis. And so I'm pretty confident. I'm not sure. I mean, you never know where you, what your DNA is, but pretty sure uh, there's a lot of Irish in me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have seen me, you probably agree with that. But part of this is that you can have the Ancestry uh, service, but you can also do Ancestry, ancestry and Health. So it brings back these things like, do you have a genetic, I assume they're looking at for a genetic defect that is going to cause Lou Gehrig's disease yeah. or, or. And yet there's a difference between a genetic defect and a predisposition, which is a maybe. Absolutely. So, you know, part of me is, it, it's sitting right there. And there's, there's another part where, I mean, we don't want, I'll tell you, like, you know, 23andMe is, we're worried about Google and Facebook knowing about us. You give 23andMe <laughs> blood samples or DNA samples, you know, those are going right to the NSA. Not that yep. I have anything to hide, but it's like, yep. how much do we want to give to Big Brother? But anyways, putting that point aside, <laughs> um, you know, you, you sit there and you go, do you want to know if there's, there's a, about my health? And do you want to know if there's, you know, they say, uh, I just looked it up. They give you five ancestry reports plus genetic health risks five reports that meets fda requirements five wellness reports 40 reports on carrier status i don't know really know what that means and then uh, 25 plus reports on your traits so yeah. well your carrier status is whether um you there are some diseases like hemophilia the bleeding disease a woman is a carrier but only men are symptomatic to that so you could know that you could pass it on to your child. All right. That kind of gotcha. Thing. So for the genetic, I know we're taking a bit of, but it, you brought it up and it's a good point. Like genetic health risk reports, uh, BRCA1, BRCA2. I'm not, I'm not sure. The what, BRAC tests? Oh, those are, uh, excuse me, that's 
breast, ovarian, and other cancer tests, age-related macular degeneration tests, um, um, uh, genetic genetic risk for lung and liver disease, uh, genetic risk for gluten-related autoimmune disorder. I think most people would want to know that because they just stop eating bread, right? Um, (laughs) Genetic risk for uh, um, uh, 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 anemia. Um, and then hereditary hemochromatiosis. I don't know what that is, but anyways, they're all, and then the big ones are, I, I kept going through these ones I could barely pronounce, and I look, <laughs> sound like a fool. Don't but I'd be willing to say that anybody look this up for the, on, a, on the whim and try to pronounce hemochromiato, I can't, still can't even pronounce, but anyways, the last two ones are the big ones, late onset Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. and then Parkinson's disease. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's going right back to what you do you want to know that you could have these genetic disorders? Yeah. And for some things, it's like you need a perfect storm to have it happen. And there are some people that, that are of the belief that everybody has dormant cancer cells in their body and it's what turns them on. Sure. You know, and it's like you probably could sit there and if you spend enough time reading all that stuff, you, who knows, you may want to just tie one on and suck your thumb and say, I'm doomed. (laughs) Well, it's like like going to WebMD for a headache. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, you've got every no disease (laughs) demand because a headache is a symptom of 500 things. Um, And then the other thing I think about these things, which is a very good point that you make, it's like, I don't know who the hell 23andMe is. It could be Amazon. It could be Joe Blow down the street. It could be some Chinese company that that's good or bad. I don't know what this company is. Yeah, and Are even if just... it's FDA approved, the FDA recalls drugs. So we read about it all the time. It's a bunch of I don't know whether to believe it or not. So I don't know what I, what I'm going to do. But I've been thinking about it. But it goes back to your point, which is why I brought it up. Of like. These tests can can these tests are eventually going to be able to, you know, I, I don't know if there will ever be a cure for Alzheimer's. I, I just part of me feels like that might be one. It might be one of these diseases that is a is a cause for just getting old. Like is is that part of it or is it is it now it could be it could be uh, worsened by other factors that we're doing. But mm-hmm. my as my dad said, you got to die of something. So, so if it's not Alzheimer's, maybe, and you're able to live to 110 or 120, maybe it's some other brain disease that comes on that causes you to do whatever and eventually pass away from. We just don't know. Yeah, and and I think you know it. It's to the point of like you said. There's there's all these different things out there, and you're gonna die of something. And how much are you going to worry about it? But you can have something in your family, and it doesn't necessarily mean. It's automatically going to happen to you. Um, And I think it is fascinating things, but it's so important that it's in context, you know, because there are some people that will just have a nervous breakdown thinking there's a possibility of something like that. So, you know, I think your point of, you know, did this come from Walmart or Amazon or or some special study? Yeah, and and what I was, I I didn't mean to, to be all doom and gloom, like, oh, well, there's nothing you can do about it. But my point of bringing that up is is that I think what you found in that article, they're going to know a lot more about the risk factors and the the the, the traits to look for yep. before they know how to cure said issue. 
So you're going to be able to test for it sooner. It's the same thing as cancer right now. They I was going to say. They can test for cancer, but that doesn't mean that they understand how to, to deal with a chronic disease like cancer. And, and cancer is an excellent example because, you know, within a generation, cancer was a thing. And now, you know, they know that there's all these different kind of cancers. They do well with different kinds of therapies. Some people do better than others. And, you know, the, the C word, as people used to call it, was a death sentence. And it was like women with breast cancer. One in four people died. And that was the beginning and end of it. And I think to your point, I think that with something like Alzheimer's, which is only one form of dementia, there's a million kinds of dementia. But I think people, what science will find is ways to manage um, people with certain things or maybe slow the rate of progression of some of these things. I don't think it's a matter of there's going to be a cure. And there are a number of things that don't become what they call symptomatic until it's been cooking on the stove for years. So, you know, it's it's a lot bigger than just taking a 10-minute neck scan, I think. Well, and, and, hey, but, maybe it's the greatest 10-minute minute neck scan of all time. But yeah. <clears throat> that's going to bring up a lot of interesting things because as we know more about our bodies, that doesn't mean we know how to cure what could be possibly wrong with us. So that's yep. why... I find all that stuff interesting. But thank you, Janet. That brought up a lot of discussion. Um, and we appreciate you listening to our discussions, whether they're insightful, foolish, or somewhere in between. So yep. thank you very much for listening to us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Have a good day. Bye.